Welcome to the podcast of Sozo Church. For more information about Sozo, please visit sozosmtx.com. Let me talk to the people that may not know Jesus. I started thinking, what was he thinking as he watched you? I think I'd like to go home with you. I'd like to run around with you. I really would like to have you in my life. That's Jesus. You think he has those desires? Well, he had a desire enough to die for you. Surely he'd have a, a desire to fellowship with you because he counted you valuable. My goodness. I've decided not to preach. <laughs> Just to get up and talk. Here's the stool if I need it. Most of you know that I am I hit a patch of tough road a few weeks ago. Thought I was dying. Didn't feel all that bad. But I don't want to die. I'm ready, but I'm not in a hurry. I want to stay to see what I prayed for. It'd be all right to see it from heaven, but I'd like to be here and mess around with you for a while, right? I need to tell you a couple of things prophetically. I'm not a prophet, son, not the son of a prophet. There wasn't a prophet in the family tree that I could find. Found a lot of other things in the trees, but... um, Your name is right. It, your name is right. Uh, is there another church in the world named Sozo so- so Church? Yeah. Well, it's right. I looked up the meaning 40 different ways yesterday, and, and it's right. This is a place of salvation. Salvation means fixing everything to work like it's supposed to work. And, and that, that's kind of amazing. You don't mind my just talking to you, right? I don't feel like preaching. Uh, I'm just thinking some things. If God has his way, you're going to leave a whole lot better than you were when you came. I don't know anywhere you can say that. But a place where God is enthroned in the atmosphere. Think of it. I'm talking to you personally. Um, And to those who may not know him, I want to be very soft-voiced with you because I don't want to yell at you. Because it's not your fault that you're still out yonder somewhere and you're not even sure where you are. Some of you know that you've said yes to God and you don't feel a no to God and you feel bad about it. We can fix that real easy. Are you aware that the God who created the universe 
rather suddenly, using nothing but his voice, that God is more here today than you are. Here. I thought I'd get an amen there. (laughs) He's here. And you know what? He wants to get inside you. What an arrangement. I can't be God. But I can own God. I mean, he's put me in the family. I, I, I own part of the family. Just about to talk myself happy. <laughs> second thing is I want you to know I was one of the two or three that were arranging Josh Wood's schedule and uh, that was not a mistake and he's doing good and when you do something that's God's will and it doesn't work quite like you thought it ought to that doesn't mean it was wrong You just didn't know what to expect. And God cooperates with your ignorance. So it's it's all right. And this will mean that Josh Wood will go to heaven related to this church. Pretty good. I got some more good news. I'm dying. (laughs) I had a spell about a month ago and I thought I was dying. And it wasn't that bad. I just don't want to. I said, God, if I have anything to say about it, I'd rather live a little longer. I looked like I was dying. My wife was alarmed. And I said, well, good night, I'm old. Old people die. (laughs) Guess I should have gotten more ready for it. But I saw some things, you don't mind me sharing with you. If you know God, the better acquainted you get with him, the more you're certain that there's nothing you will ever face that you can't handle in him. If I didn't have a God like that, I'd be looking for one. I really would. And so, to you who may have just come in, not sure why you're here. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here to get well where you've not been doing well. You're here to get financially able when you're broke. You're here to get fixed where that thing's not working. And you can today. In fact, you can do it right now. Not mousy rat. 
I'm talking about right now. In fact, we don't have to wait for another word. Just say yes in your heart to the God who really wants to do something for you. And, and I want to assure you of this. I'm, the more I say it, the more I believe it. God wants to do something for every person in this room. And for most of you, he'll let you know what it is. Some of the rest of you will be so happy you don't care what it is. <laughs> it's just the way it works. So I was remonstrating to God. The most haunting thing about what's gone on in the last oh, couple of months in my life is I, I, I felt helpless. I felt weak. I couldn't walk 10 steps without tiring. And I didn't know that fella. I've been a wild man. I keep a schedule that would be horrible. I, I'm, I'm, I've been, I'm, I'm a, for goodness sake, I'm 86. Well, you don't look that old. Tell me that. You know. <laughs> and uh, I was expecting kind of let up at 90. That was my choice. God said, no. It's 86. Besides all that, what bothers you about weakness? You got a sermon on weakness. And you say in that sermon, it's good to be weak because when you're weak, you're strong. And that word comes from God. So you got problems with weakness? Yeah, I sure do. In fact, I feel perfectly weak. Good, I can be perfectly strong. Got it? Paul, I'm not going to answer your prayer of taking away your pain or answering your request. I'm going to give you strength in your weakness to do more than you could in your own strength. How's that? That's good. I'm going to. I'm going to listen to me today. <laughs> I haven't said some of these things ever that I can remember. Sounds like a giant's <laughs> There you go. I, I want to tell you this. I, God's got more confidence in you than you have in yourself. You can't develop enough confidence to catch up with the confidence God has in your potentials. Is that good news? Yes, you're somebody with God. You're what it's all about. Yeah. He died for you. Can, can you get it? You've been died for. That's what the God of heaven thought of you. He sent his own son to die for you. Don't get over that. Get with it. Okay? And so I stand before you weak. I had my first week at the airport in a wheelchair. It kind of broke me down. But uh, I'm going to get there somehow. If I have to crawl, you say, where? Where I'm going. 
Where's that? I don't have a foggy notion. <laughs> but I'm going to get there. Okay? And I, I enjoy that confidence. I'm going to make it. Yeah. I'm going to make it good. And so are you. So, after those two things about Josh, I feel like that was a word from God. And I feel like by the end of next year, you'll let me come and I'll be preaching to 500 college students and another 500 people out there. This church. I just had a revival traveling around this morning with my son who's who started pursuing when he became a son as few have so we just had a rip snorting revival before we got here I'm, I'm not surprised that something happened during the praise service I mean I, I hope you felt what I felt because I'm ready to do what God said I'm ready to jump off that his platform. <laughs> I really am. I, and I, I just, I, I exhort you. If you get a hint that God wants you to do something, that's not what he's after. He's not impressed with what you can do for him. He's already given you his son. What in the world could you give him to pay him back for that? So, I, uh, I've been dealing with one verse. If you will believe it and say, God, I not only believe that, I'm going to get with the program. Yes. So here we go. Listen to this passage. I don't know which translation it is. I get confused about the translation, but just just come up with what you think it means and that'll be your personal translation. Listen to this. God is able to make all grace abound to you that you having all you need in every situation may properly respond to every good work. Is there a person here who has so few wheels turning in your head not to catch that? That's the deal that God makes with you today. Are you with me? Let's hear it again. I call it I call it the uh, God's proposition. I, I, I call it the, the list of promotions. I call it the revelation that will change your life. I, and I'm talking about right now. Every person here and you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't know anything that I need. Well, then you need to get over some ignorance. 
a louver's heart. Because you could stand to be better than you are. And all the desires of your heart and everything you do is prompted by the possibility that you might be better than you are. And that's, that's what you're looking for. What are, people, what are people on the street looking for? They're looking for themselves because they're not at home with themselves. And so I, I, I want to start with this, uh, God is able. God is able. What's he able? Well, when you say no, nothing after that, just take a flight. I mean, take a leap, it's anything. God is able. And what he wants to do is get your disability as a human being into his ability as your God and your source. God is able. Well, you you don't know how bad off I am. I'm broke. I'm getting broker. My investments have gone bad. I've met disappointments. I'm not getting along with her. I'm not getting along with him. I'm not getting along with even myself. God is able to straighten this out. Some of you found yourself getting old and you can't get over the fact of how ignorant you are as old as you are. (laughs) You can make up for that. You can get so good that the rest of your life is so much better than the first of your life, you wouldn't mind doing a little more of that to get more of that. Are you with me? This is good, isn't it? I hadn't thought about what I've said. I don't know what I'll say next. You see, God is able and only God can say that. This is his word, and God says, I'm able. And I can prove it. Just give me a shot. And I'd rather prove it by showing you my love, seeing you respond so I could love you more until you felt so loved you thought you'd die of gladness. God is able. See, that's the might of this cycle of sufficiency. The might, the power behind it. God is able. He's talking about personal relationships. And by the way, this God, this God wants fellowship with you. He wants to go home with you. He wants to hang out with you. He wants you to live at his house. He wants you to be the recipient of all the blessings that the world has refused. And he's got his eyes on you. And he'll come to great ends in your life to do some of them for you and to show you what you have when you thought you were in bad shape. I hope you're taping this, huh? 
I want to hear it. God is able to make all grace able to make all grace all grace is the measure of it you know what grace is grace is enabling grace is moving from dependency to becoming a resource Grace is a gladness maker. Grace is something you get as a reward for something you didn't do. God is able, and I'm talking to you personally, get under this personally. God is able to make all grace. And it gets better. God is able to make all grace. God is able, that's the, uh, the might of it. To make all grace, that's the measure of it. Abound to you. That's the manner of it. You just don't get the good, you get the best and the best gets better because you see God is a part of the kingdom he did the kingdom he is the kingdom and the kingdom never ceases to improve of the increase of his kingdom and peace there shall be no end give me something the world has to offer that will match that and this is yours Oh my goodness. God is able, that's the might of it, the might behind it. Folks, God can do what he brags about. I'm God and there is none else. There is no one like me. Don't try to find him. He doesn't exist. He knows everything about everything. You don't know everything about anything. <laughs> and part of what you think you know, you don't know. Because you heard somebody lie and believed it. Yeah. God is able to make all grace. How much grace? How much do you need? Well, you don't need all but you'll need a heck of a lot more than you thought you did. And if you don't get grace, that's getting rewarded for something you didn't do. He's able to make all grace abound. Abound. And this is the reason. To fix you where you will never have to say to anybody, there's nothing I can do for you. What if you knew these hands touching people would heal them? 
you'd get out on the street and start waving and touching and running people who are trying to outrun you and touch them and they'd be healed. God is able to make all grace abound to you in order that. That's the means of it. You see, God's got to bless some more so he can send them to those that don't have any. He wants you to bring salvation to people who are not saved. He wants you to bring, he wants you to bring means, resources to those that are broke. That's the mood of the God I'm representing right now. And I'm doing pretty good. I ought to have been doing it for 72 years. God is able to make all grace, by the way. If you're looking for the passage, it's 2 Corinthians 9, 8. I think. Yeah, mentioned a while ago. And this is the business God's in. This is what the kingdom is about. God in heaven coming to earth, doing his thing and loving Everybody, even more than he did when he gave his own son. He's willing to take time with you, put up your cussedness, absolutely bless you when you act like a nut. (laughs) This is yours. God is able, that's the might of it, to make all grace, that's the measure of it. Abound you is the manner of it. Toward you is the means of it. And God is blessing you so you can become a resource in blessing others. Good night alive. I didn't know I knew this. Huh. Now here's the payoff. that you might be helpful to others. Never having to say, I can't do anything for you. Wow. Sufficient for every good work. That's the ministry of it. What's you gonna do about being blessed so much by God? Go as fast as you can and get to others who need what you just got. What are you going to do about that? You see, everything you'll ever need is covered right here. Did you get it? Did you get it? Why should you let the abilities of God go wasted as far as you're concerned by acting the same way You would act if you knew there was no God. But there is a God who rules the world and who loves you and who favors you and you didn't do one blessed thing for him. I thought in this process of having to believe my own sermons about weakness, you know, Paul had a pain, wasn't alleviated, he had a prayer that wasn't answered. 
He had a story he couldn't tell about going to heaven. My goodness, I went to heaven, had a conversation with God, and God told me this and that, and, and, uh, and then came back and had a pain. But she called up a, a thorn in the flesh. Most of us have had thorns in the flesh. Some of us have had a whole package, had a whole package of thorns. And so Paul said what anybody else would say, Lord, would, could you help could you help the poor boy? Could you just give me a break and answer a prayer? I'm hurting. Could, could you help me? I'm in pain. God said, No, not what you're asking. I'm going to do something better. I'm going to bless you with my strength in your weakness. I'm going to fix you where you're broke. I'm going to love the hell out of you when you're acting like it. You act like hell. The ministry of it, the mission of this whole thing is to make you to others what God was to you. I don't know how you can improve on that. You see, he knows everything about everything and can fix anything. You don't know everything about anything. You can mess it up. (laughs) And God wants you. That's what this book is all about. You know what they're finding now? and we're, uh, This coming revival is going to be a revival of thinking like God. It's not just going to be a fever followed by a chill. It's going to be a move of God toward making sense of life by learning to think with God. Are you with me? My Lord, I, I didn't study for this. I said, God, I, I don't, you haven't given me a message. <laughs> Help us, Lord. Okay, so this is the deal. God has you in mind right now. He's the only one that can think about nine billion people all at the same time. Know everything about them. Be ready to answer any prayer they pray. God is that big and that detailed and that much ability to multitask. Have you ever heard anything like that? Do you know anybody like that? And God is here for you. There wasn't a song they sang that was not right on target. I've never seen such a collection of songs. Yeah, I, I think you ought to break a guitar song in, in every praise service. <laughs> Couldn't wait for him to get back. When he got back, saw him tune up. What an example. I'm going to use this thing. I'm going to tighten it up and going to use it and 
Everybody got blessed. So, what I mean is, God wants to put you on a new road or so improve the surroundings of the road you're on that you have a sense of purpose every mile you go. You hear me? Are you really thinking about your life? Are you excited about it? Okay, look, now here's a prophecy. If you don't get excited by faith, find somebody that has enough faith to be glad and see if you can borrow some. (laughs) And be glad on their gladness till you have enough faith to have your own. How's that? So just grow along with me. The best is yet to be. The best of life for which the first was made. Forgot the rest of the poem. That was so good. We were praying out there a while ago and somebody prayed something made me, made me think. A man's reach ought to exceed his grasp. Or what's a heaven for? There's something better if you'll go on. God will be happier with you. Still love you. And arrange the best life you could possibly imagine. Look, look straight at me. I've lived the life with Jesus. 76 years. I find no fault with him. He's never refused me when I've come to him desperate. He's never told me something gladdening. Uh, Never come to me in sadness without giving me something gladdening. Hmm. I choose life. I'm going to live. I think I'm going to live to the hundred. And I've received prophecies that I'll live to 120. I'd rather not discuss that before I get to a hundred. <laughs> I'd rather take it in small increments. Um, thinking, hey, this life could get so good. I wouldn't mind putting heaven off a little while because I'm not only seeing heaven for me, 
I'm seeing heaven for you. I'm seeing improvements for you. I'm seeing bonuses for you. I'm seeing upgrades for you. My wife and I fly a lot. And uh, we have about four and a half million between us, miles that is. And, and uh, uh, every once in a while, eh, more, more often than not, we, we get a bulletin. Your upgrade is now confirmed. <laughs> Give me some Kleenex and some water. Lord, get some, get some, get some Kleenex for goodness sake. Put a box at the end of each row. That's a sick looking little crap. <laughs> Okay. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really know whether I'm crying a lot or just uh, my eyes are leaking because I'm old. I always wonder why old people look like they're crying a lot of the time. Because they are. (laughs) So where do we go from here? So I want you to get alone in your own mind and think of the best thing you'd like to see God do in your life. Now, before you say, well, that's selfish, God will probably say, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm going to do something better. Something like beyond anything you can imagine. How do I know that? Because he has given us more than we know how to evaluate. He's fixed us to receive grace. He made us to know how to love wisely and to furnish resources for those in need. Wow. If nobody else does, I'm going to respond to my invitation right now. So what what I'd like to do is just wind this up by saying if you go away without a blessing, a big blessing, a life-improving blessing, it'll not be because God offers it to you. Because God is offering right now. And what he gives you will be in you something that will make you feel good about life, good about helping people, 
and good just about existing. Did you know that God is happy? Yeah, over in Timothy, there's a, there's a passage that sounds uh, part of it like this. The gospel of the blessed God. You know what blessed means? Makarios. It means the happy God. God's happy all the time. Yep. What does he do about all this sadness? He has enough gladness to drown it out. To outdo it. To outabound it. So let me tell you what I'm beginning to believe. That God has given you the capacity to pray for people and watch them healed. Not just the healing preachers. You. You. He's not just able to meet your needs. He wants to meet... He wants to meet things that you never thought of the possibility of having. I'll just take the whole thing, Lord. I mean the whole enchilada. I'll just take it all. And God will hang out with you because he likes to be around people who are expecting. He doesn't mind surprising you, but he wants to give you what you expect. And you can't out-expect his capacity to give to you. I don't know how to land this thing. I don't have any notion. But I think it's this. Honey, your upgrade is now confirmed. You can move up to first class. Don't have to. I like first class. And it's yours. So I think this is the way we'll do it. I challenge you. I give you the privilege to have the greatest week next week you've ever had in your life. And I, I just uh, challenge you to start it right now. Just say it with me. I'm going to have next week the greatest week I've ever had. God's going to be more happy than ever with what I'm doing in Him. So I, I want you to think it's not a sin to, you don't want good stuff. If God gets the credit for giving it to you. He loves to say, yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of mine. They, they're doing what they're doing because I blessed them. 
I helped him. And God's eyes are on you. So if you're ready for your upgrade, and that's not what this is all about. It's about God. And since God exists and being God wants to help you, offering him your helplessness just does something for him nothing else does. And you get blessed and he gets blessed in the process. Okay? So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to pray for you. And, and you see, I have confidence. I'm, I'm growing confidence in my prayers. Let me tell you a little story. I told the prayer group outside. One of the richest women in America came to me and said, Papa Jack, you need to pray for me a husband. Good night, she was six feet tall. She was stunningly beautiful. And she was rich. So I couldn't think of a man I, I could recommend to her. <laughs> Until God reminded him of one of my dear, dear friends whose wife had died some time ago. Five feet ten. Shorter than she. Broke. She was rich. He didn't have a stream of income. They were as opposite as you can get. God said, uh, introduce them to one another. God, I wouldn't be glad to, but it ain't going to work. <laughs> In fact, I told my wife, and she said, it ain't going to work. <laughs> I said, okay. And she said, can I, can I Google him? <laughs> can you imagine... If, you, if you'd have heard that word 50 years ago. <laughs> Do what to somebody? <laughs> Google them. Forevermore. <laughs> so she Googled him and got the first reply was somebody who had totally misunderstood him in the past. They knew him and said he's a jerk and, and a dishonest man. And besides all that, he's broke. <laughs> so I said, God, did you mean what you said? I mean, give them each the name of the other. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, this is laughable. <laughs> that was uh, last November. And uh, I was 
an official in their marriage in June. Oh, they're the happiest birds in the, in, the, in the flock. I mean, they are happy. So I'm, I'm just going to put up an office and be a connector. Just, just telling you stories about what God can do with you. Yeah. He can make you look smarter than you are. <laughs> you can't think of something too big if it's good for God to want to do. So get your eyes oh, off yourself long enough to know that God's so much larger that he wants to do some things for you that'll split your brain. And then just go ahead and be self-conscious. My Lord, are you going to live with yourself 24 hours a day and not be conscious that you exist? I mean, don't condemn self-consciousness. For goodness sake, I've got to have me. I can't do without me. It's worn out and old. I've got to have what i got to be what I am, if it's just barely. So think of yourself. That's no sin. You're going to live with somebody, not think. Okay. Are, are you convinced that I've been telling the truth? Yes. How many of you believe this is? A... I wasn't finished with the statement. <laughs> Mainly because I didn't know what I was going to say. Would you be convinced to tell God before you left? Who was it came to me a while ago and said, I'm all in? Yeah. Just leaned over and told me, I'm all in. If you meaningfully are impressed enough with what you've heard, to want to take up more with God and become more of what he wants you to be than what you could ever want to be. I'm just going to ask you to say to him right now, I'm in. Is that all? Okay, say it again. Some, some are here. Okay. He still loves you. I do too. So, just, just saying, I believe God will answer my prayer. No, that's what I say. <laughs> I, and it wouldn't hurt you, but... Uh, 
I want you to go out of here expecting God to tell you something that will make you different in every area where you would like to change. Is that fair? What a deal. Never heard anything like this in my life. Okay. And I think instead of taking time to lay hands on people, you know, knowing me, and I pray for thousands of people, if I were you, I'd want to pray with me too. But you don't, you don't have to. You got a straight line with God in Jesus' name. Come <laughs> on. But I can pray for you in mass, and God can bless me. And you, as if we had spent the day together. So I want to pray for you. I expect an answer. That sometime between Sunday afternoon and next Saturday, he's going to give you a revelation. Open up a resource or do something in your life you've been begging him to do for a long time. Now, here's the difference. If you believed everything I've said from the book, you're ready to know what to do with the best thing God knows to give you. Okay? And think about it now. Just think about it. Yep, I'm with you, preacher. I'm all in. I would admire you more if you continued to sit because you don't feel that than to stand because others have stood. And I will love you entirely as much as I pray for them. Enough to pray for you. So standing will be your decision. Amen. Okay, while we're, while we're here, I can tell you now, if for some reason you didn't stand, God loves you just the same. He's not disappointed. And he's going to bless you some anyway, because he's just a sneak when it comes to that. We call him Jehovah Sneaky. So I'm, I'm going to pray for you and I want you to receive it. Which is just hold out your hands. That, that's what we do when we receive things. Orientally, when you are grateful for something you either God or about to get, you just reach out both hands to receive a gift. You see, when you expect a big gift, it'll take both hands to handle this one. Okay? Father, in Jesus' name right now, you know the name and nature and everything about every person in the room. Holy Spirit of God, touch every person in the room.
physical healing, emotional repair, fresh gladness, the ability to care for others, economic blessing instead of disaster. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldst bless me indeed and enlarge my coast and put your hand on me that I may not grieve you. And the Lord answered Jabez's request in First Chronicles. That's your prayer right now. Never the same again, Lord. Let the blessings of this time of praise and this time of prose continue. More of the same. Lord, I want to feel more like I felt standing there a while ago when we were praising you. I want to see a move. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask you to do something. Uh, I I don't think it's manipulation. But I, I think there's a feeling down deep in you that goes something like this. I don't know, Lord, exactly what you're going to do, but I figure it's going to be good enough that I'm going to praise you. So I'm going to beat you to it, and I'm going to, I'm going to shout praises to your name starting right now. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit.